Welcome to the Strange Harbors Podcast, a weekly discussion of all things film and television. My name is Jeff Zhang, and tonight I'm joined by Amir Toure. And I am Derek Wong. So I wanted to apologize, first off, because I know that we said that we'd be back last week uh, with a new episode after our discussion on the television show Devs. But certain circumstances came up. Uh, We're all in a uh, shelter-in-place order, I think, where we all live and most most of the country. There are certain things that came up. We'll get into it shortly about, you know, where our lives have been in the last, I think, three weeks now. And, you know, we'll we'll give you guys an update on our lives and and tell you why we had to take that little extra time. We've all been kind of home as much as we can be. You know, we've probably been watching a lot of things and and catching up on a lot of things. So this is more of a, I guess, uh, what we've been watching episode. More of a casual hangout episode where we just shoot the shit about what we've been watching so yeah maybe you guys have been watching it too or you know based on what we say maybe you, you want to go check some of these things out so jeff do you want to give us an update on uh, what, what's been going on with your life yeah so the big holdup for uh last week's hiatus was because obviously writing about movies and tv and doing this podcast isn't my full-time job i work for manufacturer of uniforms and apparel So it's a family business. So we do uniforms for hotels, restaurants, services, things like that in like the United States and Canada. And we have manufacturing in China. So we had our factory pivot to making personal protective gear for the U.S. relief effort for COVID-19. So we've literally been nonstop trying to bring all these surgical masks over stateside so we can, you know, sell it to the cities and states and uh, hospitals, um, and we're doing this all like nonprofit, like barely above cost, just because you know we have the opportunity to help, and it would seem wrong not to do anything with it. So we've retooled the factory to to create these surgical masks, and for the past two weeks, we've been dealing with all the bureaucracy, all these things, trying to get these uh, supplies where they need to be. So that's where that's where I've been. Also had a a little bit of a viral tweet blow up. Which I don't like. I always have like these viral tweets. I never want them to go viral, <laughs> but I guess uh, this is where we're at. So there's a lot of attention. I'm just trying to navigate all of it. So I think saying little is 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 not doing it justice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking uh, at it right now, and you have. I mean, not to blow this up any further, and not to like <laughs> ego or anything, but like it's crazy because it, it's it is worthwhile that you know a lot of people have retweeted this and tweeted it out or liked it because i mean it is something great your factory is doing and honestly it should be commended but i mean right now i'm looking at it's got three hundred ninety three thousand likes that's like insane that's just like insane (laughs) it's a lot of scrutiny that i don't want to be under right now but (laughs) i would just prefer to like focus on the work because people are always like oh where's the update or whatever what tell us what's happening i'm like I'm on the phone with like city and state governments all day and like I'm trying to like talk to hospitals. I don't have time to be on Twitter updating people about like what's happening. Yeah. You know? And then like No, I totally agree. And then like I'm tweeting about like TV and movies because that Twitter account is just for TV and movies. Like, why are you tweeting about TVs and movies? Focus on your mask effort. I'm like, 
I mean, I can multitask, you know, but <laughs> it's fine. A lot of people are very supportive. I'm, uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's good. I, it's a good thing. Yeah, so, no, it is. I know, Amir, you're on the other side of things because you're a doctor. How have you been dealing with this where, where you're at? Well, so, um, just for some geographical reference, uh, I'm in Florida. Um, so we haven't been hit as hard yet as New York where you yeah. are, um, or some other parts of the country. But I think it's coming. I think we're, you know, probably still a couple of weeks from the nationwide peak. And that's going to vary by the region you're in. Yeah. So, so far, things have been relatively sedate for me. I don't, I don't work with respiratory diseases typically. So I haven't super been on the front lines. I've, you know, uh, treated a couple of patients who were possible covid positive but as far as i know i haven't treated anybody who's actually had it so you know that's a that's that's a positive uh for me have you had to been tested yet or no or have you tested no i I haven't been tested so because of the shelter at home orders and um you know the quarantine type stuff you know there's actually a a lot fewer patients in the hospital for normal day-to-day stuff so volume is sort of down across the board for non-COVID stuff. Oh, yeah. So actually what we've been doing is just pulling people off their normal duties to kind of work from home as much as possible so that they'll be ready to jump in when things uh, do go pear-shaped. But I actually haven't been doing that. I've actually been at work every day just as normal. So it's actually been relatively normal. Um, just going to work every day as usual, grinding it out. And I think in Florida, people, because it hasn't hit yet, people haven't been taking the shelter at home as seriously as they should be. So there's still, like, somewhat traffic on the roads. You know, things are shut down, restaurants and whatnot, but it hasn't been as eerie as some of the pictures I've seen from New York, where it's just complete ghost town, Times Square, there's no one in it. You know, the subways are empty. It's not quite like that. There's still cars on the road. There's still people driving around doing stuff. You can go to 7-Eleven, you can go to the gas station. There's um, also tow trucks on the road and whatever. So it's it's um, it's, it's not quite as advanced as it is in New York, so it's not quite as as, as weird. We're still waiting for um, the other shoe to drop, as it were. Yeah, it's crazy in New York. Can you describe New York a little bit? And then I'll talk a little bit about California after you're done. Yeah, well, I mean, everything's shut down and there's so many cases here and then like so many deaths here too that we're actually pretty scared because if you have to go to the hospital, you're in deep trouble because they don't have the supplies, they don't have the manpower to properly treat you. It's different from when it first started, right? Because now you have a lot of younger people dying too yeah like all those reports about it's only really affecting you know seniors i mean maybe it's the media amplifying these like outlier cases but there are a lot of them and Mm -hmm. like we have a five-month-old child i mean it's 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 scary and when we go to shop for groceries like every other week like we wear a mask Mm -hmm. and then we try and get in like in and out as fast as we can you know and it's crazy and like the thing that this whole mask initiative that we're working on is has like really opened my eyes to is like how the bureaucracy and like the information from the top is completely different from like what you see on the ground, uh, like the boots on the ground effort, right? When my tweet blew up, like I had so many doctors and nurses DM me and be like, oh, we need to get anything 
that we can to to help, right? Because we're wearing garbage bags as isolation gowns. Wow. We're wearing like hand sewn masks instead of like proper N95s or surgical masks. And then they send me the contact for the hospital purchasing director or whatever. And then I talk to them and they're like, no, we only need N95s. We'll only take N95s. And then they either like don't believe that the FDA exemptions are in place because we're not FDA registered, but we can make these masks. So like they either don't believe that the exemption is in place or they just won't accept it because that protocol for like making sure the product is safe and like reliable is so ingrained in like how they do their administrative work. It's it's crazy. We're seeing a lot of red tape of like, listen, we're just trying to help, you know, but like there are a lot of things in the way. So that's just the way it is. Yeah. That sort of administrative red tape you're dealing with is a microcosm of the whole situation on a oh, na- yeah, national, sure, 100%. Yeah. I mean, on a national and state and local level. I mean, guidance from the CDC about mask wearing not being helpful was yeah. probably probably misleading. Yeah. I, I think actually, let's be clear, incorrect. Masks are definitely helpful and you should definitely wear a mask as often as possible if you have access to one. The other thing is just uh, some touches a little bit into politics too, but the F- FDA regulations and difficulty with the testing and there's all kinds of problems with the CDC and the FDA and the WHO. And so the problems you're dealing with are, are really on all levels from, you know, individual hospitals and uh, hospital administrations and the rules there all the way up to, you know, the federal and international levels. So it's been a real boondoggle. And uh, I hope that after we get through this, um, there will be some accounting for the people who screwed up because a lot of people have messed up here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, California probably isn't as bad as um, New York, but definitely, I, I think California is definitely taking it very seriously with the kind of shelter in place initiatives. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I know that, you know, Bay Area is kind of one of the earliest in the West Coast, but also I think in the nation to kind of go shelter in place. And I know that's really kind of trickled down to pretty much all of California. Um, you know, I'm 60 miles northeast of of the Bay Area, and then we we went shelter in place about three weeks ago, almost four weeks ago. So I've been working from home for the last three yeah. weeks, and and I know my parents in LA have been working from home for the last two weeks. Um, yeah, and I just know, like, I, I actually I wanted to ask Amir, has the hoarding started in Florida yet? <laughs> um, yeah, it started weeks ago. It's not entirely, I think, in earnest yet, in that, in, in that a lot of things have run out and then been restocked. Yeah. It's not at the point where, you know, uh, everything is completely empty. Um, and with regards to shopping, I would definitely recommend online delivery as much as possible instead of getting out yeah. there and exposing yourself to all that stuff. So I would definitely recommend looking into that sort mm-hmm. of service if you can. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just doing yeah. doing your best to minimize exposure, especially Jeff, if you're uh, being up in New York. Yeah, but just like yeah, just like Jeff, like whenever I go out now, I try to. I had like gloves. I'm starting to run out of them, and I haven't. Yeah. And, you know, I don't. I can't wear them as much, but I do have a pair of like cloth gloves. I, I guess I probably should just start wearing and rewashing every couple days. But I also have like a cloth mask that I've been just wearing out when I go out. So yeah, I've been doing my best to try to shelter in place, and then keep myself safe and that that means keeping my fiance safe yeah it's left me a lot of time to (laughs) stay at home and um watch movies watch tv and and play video games and and all that kind of stuff this is this has been like having like an insane impact on so like pretty much 2020 is like 
Earth is taking a gap year, right? <laughs> yeah. And like the film industry has seen like a huge impact, right? Oh, yeah. It's like everything's been canceled. Everything's been pushed back either to 2021 or like late this year. We have so many like big summer blockbusters that were supposed to come out that have now just been delayed and like it's basically it's, spread out all those blockbusters like yeah, throughout the next year, right? Or it's completely but, yeah. unprecedented. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, uh, we're not going to have a summer blockbuster season this year. I will say that Christopher Nolan's Tenet is still due to come out this summer. He has not changed the release date. So either Christopher Nolan knows something that we don't, or he's trying to actively cure uh, coronavirus. I think I think he's taking that gamble. If if he's if he's right and he's the first movie to like be able to be watched after all of this, you know, shelter in place, it's going to be the highest grossing movie of all time. Like everybody's just going to want to go watch it or do something other than stay at home i don't know i feel like it's only what it's like june july i feel I like he should just fall in line and delay his movie because like i feel like it's dangerous for for him to be the only one to like not i mean maybe he has already the last time i heard was like a couple of days ago so maybe he already has laid it i have no idea but I don't know. <laughs> See, yeah, what then what is the thinking then? Is it is it because you want to secure a different date or is it that you want to look like hey, we're being quote unquote responsible and we're just going to move these movies? But like we all don't know what's going to happen in June or July. Like why not just stay yeah. there until like 2 weeks out? Like I mean, a quiet place, right? It was staying still until basically the week before. That's true. There's no reason to delay it until like it's closer to the date. I I get that. Yeah. But then it surprises me like all these dates that I've seen movies pushed to like, you know, like Fast and Furious is going to come out like a whole year later. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's kind of like I mean, I guess I I mean, I don't know the industry as well as, you know, someone who's probably knows like dates and stuff, but it's crazy to to see that they're not just pushing it a couple months. They're like some of these movies are pushing a whole year. This could be a huge seismic shift in the industry going forward, right? Like, this could be the death knell for theaters. Could. It could be. Like, people really? are going to be like, oh, just put everything on streaming. I doubt it will be, yeah. but, like, there's a potential for a chance for it to really upend the industry, right? Because, like, everyone's clamoring, like, oh, put Marvel's Black Widow on Disney+. Disney Plus. Plus. So, like, put, yeah, but, like, I don't think they're ever going to do that. Like one of my friends was saying, like, "Oh, this this is great! Like, you know, we can watch this at home." And I'm like, "Yes and no." I mean, I'm still not going to pay twenty dollars just to rent a movie for you know twenty four hours. Now, if this wasn't happening and we didn't have to shelter in place and we didn't have to social distance, it'd be great, right? I can invite like eight, nine friends over, right, and make right, it a movie right. night, and all of us just pay like two or three bucks to watch a you know a new release. That'd be great. But yeah, in this time, we can't do that. So like. I still kind of look at the cost value. I'm like, I, I just can't, I can't justify paying like 20 bucks for a movie right now. Yeah. Especially, you know, tons and tons of people are unemployed now, right? Or furloughed. So like they can't just be spending $20 on a movie. Yeah. Well, to talk a little bit more about positive things, <laughs> maybe some fun things. <laughs> Let's get into some of the things maybe we've been watching during this, this time of, you know, shelter in place and social distancing. I guess I could start, you know, I've been watching, I'm going to, put this in quotes, newer things that have kind of hit streaming and VOD. I've seen, you know, Onward and I've seen The Way Back. I know, Jeff, you've seen both of those too, right? Yeah, I saw both of them. Yeah, yeah. So what did you think of Onward? I liked Onward quite a lot. 
I thought the emotional parts were pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. I know my wife and I both teared up a little bit. It hit it hit the emotional beats pretty well, but I I do think like the story in general was just a little bit disposable, I feel. Yeah. I liked it more than a lot of the other recent Pixar stuff. Um I know this is going to sound insane, but I didn't really like Coco. Have you guys seen Coco? I've actually never seen Coco. You've never seen Coco? Amir, you've never seen Coco? I've never seen it. I mean, maybe this is crazy to say. I actually think, for me at least, Pixar is a little hit or miss sometimes. And yeah, it's a little hit or miss sometimes. Like, I know like some uh, people love Pixar and like they think they're the greatest like animated movies and they're the, the, the king on top of the, the mountain when it comes to animated studios. But honestly... They're pretty hit or miss. I mean, they're more more in recent times than yeah. uh, before. I I would say yeah. So, so if it really doesn't draw me in, I don't really want to watch it. So like Coco is one that just didn't really draw me in. So I've never seen it. Yeah. But I did watch Onward. I liked it. I agree with you, Jeff. I think the emotional beats in the movie work really well. I think that the chemistry between Tom Holland and Chris Pratt are really is really well done. Yeah, it was really this, good. But you're right. It's a little middling in, in the uh, story arc. That's why, like, for me, I would put it somewhere, like, in the middle tier of maybe Pixar Yeah, films. I think middle middle tiers. Yeah. Like, I enjoyed right. it. I definitely recommend it if you want to spend $20 right now. <laughs> no, it's not, it's not $20. It's oh, on it Disney not? Plus for free. Oh, you're right. It is on Disney Plus. It's on Disney you're Plus right. for free. Yeah, definitely go watch it. Um, wait, yeah. that. For, for free? Sorry, what? For $7 a month. Okay, yeah, just to be yeah, clear. Yeah. For yeah. free if you're already paying for if, Disney+. If Plus. you are subscribed yeah. to Disney+. Yes, Plus. I'm sorry. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then you've also watched uh, Gavin O'Connor's The Way Back. Yeah, I watched yeah. The Way Back. I, I enjoyed the movie. I liked it. I think it's a, it's a great kind of like sometimes depressing, but ultimately a feel-good movie. Um, what's the most fascinating thing about the movie to me is I think just like Ben Affleck's performance and like the kind of the... Uh, I don't know what the right word is. It's not the mirroring, but kind of like the mirroring of his real life. It's like a right? yeah, like a parallel to his yes, real life. Yes, a parallel like to a, his real life. Um, his, he's like an alcoholic in the movie. Yeah, and, um, yeah. It's an interesting role to take for him. I mean, he's been very public with his his fight with, um, you know, his previous marriage and his divorce, and then his alcoholism. So it is kind of an interesting movie to see him kind of full tilt into that and and kind of own it. Um, I I thought he was great in it. Yeah, he was really good in it. Um, so this was a movie where I thought like the emotional beats kind of fell flat, which is not typical of Gavin O'Connor because if you've seen his other movies like Miracle or like Warrior, you know, their emotional beats really do land. And this one just kind of, it kind of faded out. You don't even see the final basketball game. It, it kind of just peters out and you're like, oh, okay. But it's well acted. The script is good. The acting's good. It's a good movie. I I I enjoyed it. it. It's just not as good as some of his other movies. Yes. Amir, have you seen Warrior? I haven't seen Warrior actually. Oh, okay. That's the one with uh, Tom Hardy and uh, Joel Egerton. That one's really good too. Yeah, it's a good movie. I've seen it. I actually just recently saw it for the first time. Pretty recently, like a couple weeks ago. Oh yeah, yeah. it's really good. Yeah, I will say that watching it for the first time now, though, I, I don't know if it would have been as successful if it came out now. 
right? Where it's like about two brothers that like deal with their issues by being the crap out of each other. It's weird. Like they solve their problems by being the shit out of each other. And I, I don't know. Yeah, Maybe that I mean, worked in 2011. I think that's when it came out, but I don't know if it would have worked out. Yeah, now. I don't know. I mean, I it's pretty relatable. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm planning on punching coronavirus to death. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Solve all our problems with violence, yeah. right? That's that's the way to do it. Yeah, reach heaven uh, through violence. Yeah. Uh, I did also watch um, Amazon's Honey Boy. The I guess Honey the Boy unofficial kind of like. Shia LaBeouf uh, biography movie in a sense, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was great performance by Shia. Like, blows my mind that he wasn't really. He, I felt like he wasn't really talked about during award season for any kind of acting. No, neither was uh, Amaral for directing. Yeah, like that movie's great. It's it's amazing. Yeah, it's a good movie. He's really? so good in it. Yeah. <laughs> you rate this with some of the best of last year? I think his performance. I don't know about the whole movie itself. Like okay, I wouldn't so have, put, like, I wouldn't have okay. maybe I wouldn't okay, have so, given it like best picture nom. So it's like so that. it's like Joker. <laughs> <laughs> wow, is that what I'm going? Amir is just being a, a troll right now. Um, so for for those of you who don't know, um, Shia LaBeouf he plays his own dad. Yes. That's the whole gimmick of the movie. Oh, right? so it's more like Nutty Professor. Got it. <laughs> All right, all right. We're gonna cut your mic from. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's it's kind of the story of of Shia LaBeouf, right? Lucas Hedges plays him in his kind of more what adult years, and then Noah Jew plays him in his I, I call it the Eden Steven years, right? Yeah. Um, so it's kind of an interesting kind of bouncing back and forth, but then Shia LaBeouf plays you know his dad. You kind of get this interesting kind of look into his life but i mean it's all still fiction right because they don't really use his name you know you know his character is not actually shia labeouf in the movie right yes so, so it yeah. takes some liberties i'm sure yeah. but yeah what else did i watch i watched uh i watched the hunt that movie was horrendous so bad and you know damon lindelof and nick Cuse so wrote i was gonna it. say yeah like does this make like, you go back and reevaluate Watchmen? Because a little bit. I'm not gonna lie, it does. I mean, it's um, like the ending of Game of Thrones, right? It makes you go look back at the at the rest of it with a kind of. Well, that's a little different because it's a completely a different, different work. work but, but, yeah. but like, you guys are responsible for Watchmen, but you guys are also responsible for this. This script was horrendous. It was terrible. Mm. I was like shocked by how bad it was. So it's all surface level political memes from like four or five years ago it's so bad references to deplorables snowflakes like crisis actors all this shit it's just like uh, it's just not good i did not enjoy it so it's trying to skewer both like liberals and conservatives but then like in the end it just doesn't have like anything to say uh it's just stuck in this like ambivalent middle ground sure like the violence is a little fun at times but this was a slog. I did not like it at all. Mm. Um, I mean, Betty Gilpin's pretty good in it. She's like the lead. Um, she's probably like the only good part of the movie, but I, I did not like this movie at all. So, I mean, just to tie a little bit to Watchmen there, like you were saying that it like brought these things up and had nothing to say. And in a way, Watchmen had the same problem, right? Watchmen did bring up a lot of things and then just kind of 
not necessarily say anything about them. Fair, but not in so this. So it feels not like that's extent. maybe the through line. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, I haven't seen The Hunt, so I can't really talk about The Hunt exactly, but just like, I'm trying to think, what's the through line? How do you go from, you know, Watchmen to, to this? The Hunt was, I think that was in the can, like, Two three years ago, right? Yeah, okay. but no still, idea. what does that what does that mean? Like, what does that mean? Know. Like, Lindelof suddenly got good in the last like since writing the hunt. Like, what what does that mean? I don't I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's like the way the script was written, and then like the way the director translated it. I have no idea. It, it's just it just fell completely flat. Good directors and good writers churn out shit all the time. Yeah, like, no, for sure, bad it's stuff all the time. Right? And the director is Craig Zobel. So, like, you and me, Amir, we would know because he's, like, the creator of fucking Homestar Runner. Yeah. Strong yeah, yeah. bad. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's right. crazy. <laughs> um, hoping for, like, a Trogdor cameo or something. <laughs> Wouldn't have made it all worth it. But... Yeah, burninating the countryside. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Do you know about Homestar Runner? Uh, Derek? No, I don't. I don't like sitting here. Uh, like, I don't know. Oh, this shit. Is. This was like, this was like high school for us. I mean, we're all the same age, but like, uh-huh. it's like a funny little flash animation. We watch it like every yeah. single week, uh, yes. when it came out. It was, it was pretty funny. It still is pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's great stuff. Yeah. I mean, this has got to uh, be a good 20 years. Not quite 20 years ago, but nearly. Close. 17, 18 Close, years ago. Because. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh two oh three. Yeah. Oh two oh three. Right. Yeah. yeah I was. So. I was just gonna say. <laughs> what else have we been watching? So, uh, uh, TV wise, uh, unless did you have anything else movie wise, Jeff? Or I watched uh, Shin Godzilla. Oh. Okay. And recommended it. I saw that you wrote about it. Yeah, I wrote. I just wrote my streaming quarantine guide today. Okay. So, so. Uh, Shin Godzilla is great. I loved it. So there've been so a good. lot of Godzillas. Like, which one is this one? This one is the 2016 Toho Studios, like, legit Japanese Godzilla. It was, like, it's, like, their fourth reboot or some shit. Um, You don't have to watch any of the other ones to, like, understand what's going on. But it's, like, a fascinating, like, amalgamation of, like, you know, Godzilla blowing shit up and, like, boardroom politics. So it's, like, very timely and relevant because, like, we're dealing, like, with, with this global pandemic and then, like, how bureaucrats are responding to that and then this you have like bureaucrats like deciding how to respond to godzilla it's a little over the top but i thought it was relevant to what's going on right now it it was it's pretty cool i liked it a lot Um, so so has it had a sequel or is it just like a standalone? no it's standalone i think they might so king of the monsters and the other one were the american like yeah 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 separate continuities or whatever completely yeah separate continuities All right, so the Shin Godzilla, um, I think the director actually was the creator of Evangelion. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think the trailer used music from Evangelion, too. Oh, did it? Uh, yeah, so oh, it's, that's cool. Watch that. that's really uh, cool. So, like, the creature design is really cool. I think a lot of people think it's goofy and stupid, but he, like, evolves from like this larva worm thing into like Godzilla is really cool he's got like these googly eyes and it looks kind of stupid but it's also kind of funny it's just it's cool it's a cool movie I like it a lot I love the old school school Godzillas so yeah yeah and he's got like the atomic breath and like the lasers coming out of his like fins and shit it's it's old school it's it's good Uh, that's awesome I love Uh, this stuff 
Yeah. It's free. It's streaming for free on uh, archive.org, which is like the internet archive. Super weird place for it oh. to be. Um, Why is it there? Like, what? I have no idea. Some, I guess it's like user uploaded. So I'm like, is this piracy? I don't know if I should like post a link to it. But like, <laughs> I feel like I feel like Internet Archive is pretty legit. So I don't know. It, it is reasonably legit. Oh, yeah. There's a, there's a lot of actually interesting live music on the Internet Archive. Um, like, oh really? I don't know. Okay. Yeah, like especially like I don't know. Like I know like a lot of bands from like the '90s and shit. Like um, like Smashing Pumpkins has I'll have to have a lot of like random stuff on Internet Archive. And it's like random live shows they did, and like random like. I don't know. They were on SNL, or they were here and they were there. And there's a lot of that, a lot of that kind of stuff on there. So the internet yeah, archive's yeah. got a lot of cool stuff for music as well. You guys want to move on to TV? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That'd be great. Um, I know me and you, Jeff, we both finished The Outsider, right? Yeah. So what did uh, you think? I know, I know, you liked it uh, when it first started out. What did you think um, once you've seen the whole season? I really enjoyed the entire season. The final episode was. Good, but also in some ways it was kind of like, you know, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, <laughs> uh, it kind of just like that's it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess they kind of want to keep the mystery for another season, but it was kind of anticlimactic how they ended it, and they had like this after credits stinger that didn't really work for me. I don't think it diminishes the season and like or like detracts from how good the entire ten episodes were, but. It was a little bit of a letdown in the end, but mm. I, I still enjoyed it. Really creepy atmosphere. The shootout at the beginning of episode 10 was insane. Yes. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I know, Amir, you haven't caught up with it yet. No, um, no, no. The Outsider is good. i have to um, check it out. Yeah. Definitely in the, along the vein of like Stephen King having like a crappy kind of ending. Yeah. <laughs> but oh. uh, I hear it's better than the book, though. I feel like people do not like the ending of the book, which is... Not really a shocker, right, for Stephen King, but but it's still worth watching. I wouldn't I wouldn't dismiss it just because it kind of petered out in the end, you know. Um, yeah, I, I thought it had a really great start for the season. First couple episodes, I thought were really great. Even through maybe like halfway through the season, I thought it was still really strong. It yeah. it really did started to peter out after that, though. It started to really drag for me near near the last couple episodes, and then I agree that shootout that action sequence i guess you want to call it in that last episode was really great yeah and some of the coolest things i've seen on tv this year and then you're right and then the episode itself peters out at the end and then it kind of buttons up too nicely i think by the end of it um yeah but i want to say that cynthia rebo is just amazing in the series i think she's the highlight of the series for me i'm actually looking forward to the i mean i know it's been delayed but that um aretha series that she's going to be starring oh, in. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I know she has a great singing voice and she's a great actress and I, I'm definitely looking forward to that when it does finally come out. I think it's supposed to, it was delayed till the end of the year. What else? What else have we been watching TV-wise? So I finally caught up. I, I've heard it's great, all the great things and I just never had the time to watch it but I did now and I, I watched um, Fleabag on Amazon Prime. Oh, and Fleabag's so good. Yeah, dude, this series is so good. And then to know that she's not going to be making it anymore and that it's not going to come back. It's just. Oh, like, I didn't hear that. What's the. Yeah, is that true? With that? That's what she said that after that uh, Emmy season that she said she was not going to make anymore. I thought. Oh, really? I don't know. Maybe I'm quoting that wrong. Maybe I, 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 I thought that's what I heard when when, uh, you know, after she won all those awards and everything and then she's she doesn't think she's going to make anymore. You know what? Good for her. Going on a high note, right? 
Because like, no, I mean the end of the. I mean, if that really is the end of the series, it is kind of pretty tied up in a sense. Yeah, it's tied up. Yeah, pretty well. Um, um, all the storylines kind of come to this natural conclusion, and of course, there is more story to tell if you wanted to. But it all is pretty satisfying by the end. By far, the funniest thing I've seen on TV in a while. Yes, um, it's really? just so funny. It's so funny. She's like breaking the fourth wall. It's very clever. It's, it's, very clever. The way it is so funny. I resisted for like the longest time. I'm just like, uh, everyone's talking about yeah, it. Yeah, it's overhyped. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But exactly. I'm glad because my wife made me watch it and I was like, you know what? This this actually lives up to the hype. It was yeah, really, it's really, really good. good. Yeah. And it's like 25 12 episodes episode. or something. It's like 12 yeah, episodes or something. It's so yeah. like. So breezy and easy to watch. It's mm-hmm. it's it's fantastic. Yeah, and like they, you know, like Jeff mentions the fourth wall breaking, which is utilized really great in the first season, and they do yeah. something really spectacular with it. I think in the second season, that's like, how do you even yeah. push that idea further? And then I thought it was hilarious and just great. And I yeah. I, I hope maybe I'm lying when I when I read about her not wanting to do a third season, but that's the things I've read or I've heard. So yeah. hope it's not true. I'm sure. But... I'm sure there are a lot of people out there who are like, "Oh, you know, it's overhyped." But uh, I think it's safe to say that you should trust us and watch Fleabag. It's yeah. really, really good. And it's honestly yeah. not too much to catch up on. I think it's like each season, no, like six episodes, we, super short, hard. super short. Yeah. yeah, we watched it in like three days. Like, yeah, but so we could have watched it in like two. So, yeah. so is it better to go out on top like that and maybe end a little too early? Or is it better to go along and risk over single? If she is going to end it at two, I think she's made the right decision. Because that second yeah. season, I think, I, I think is better than even the first season. And yeah, that I think going on, yeah. I think going on top is better. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, we kind of said it when with Watchmen too, right? We uh, we think that Watchmen was a great season, and honestly, if they were to come back and it was not as good, it would you know really tarnish our image of that, yeah. of that series. You don't right? want to, you want to tarnish that legacy, right? Of I'm thinking about something like as a counterpoint, I'm thinking about something like the office, right? Where it had a couple of seasons, even at the end there, after Steve Carell left and everything, where it just wasn't as good as it was at the beginning. I mean, I don't even know if you guys are office fans, but yeah, for the office yeah. people out there, um, you know, it, it did have those seasons, but then there's the occasional gem. And like, is it worth keeping a TV show going? If you can get that occasional gem in there, like after it's prime. Yeah, even after it's you peak, mean, if it still yeah, gives yeah, you, yeah, yeah. you know, a couple good innings or whatever. Is that is that worth it? It's hard to say. Yeah, that's hard to say. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it, I guess say. it depends on how, how badly they screw the pooch, right? Like if they totally yeah. if they totally Game of Thrones it, then maybe you're like, ugh, this should have ended a season ago. But like if if it's just a little bit meh and there's the occasional moments of brilliance, maybe you kinda let it ride. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that's I feel like that's still like acceptable. Um, not as good as like going out in your prime. You just don't want to like fuck up your landing, right? You don't want to like totally screw the pooch, like you said. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Ugh, Game of Thrones. I know. I just instantly <laughs> thought of Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry. Oh, or, man. Uh, or how I met your mother. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. Wasn't Dexter <laughs> another one? Dexter was another one. Fucking Lumberjack Dexter. A oh, lot sorry. Of I just uh, spoiled the <laughs> series finale. Oops. I don't care. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> terrible. I, I think you're okay uh, for, uh, I don't know how long, like a five-year-old series or whatever it is. 
Oh, I gotta th- I gotta talk about one more thing. Um, something that was really great, then ended up being not so great, and now it's back in its prime in its final season. Homeland. Really? Get the yeah. Out of here. The last season is good. It's really? good. Oh man, that's uh, difficult to believe, my friend. Yeah, I it's watched good. the first two seasons, and then I had I dropped out after the uh, first. That was. Two. I think that's the right that place to good. stop. The first. That's two a were good, good call. Um, so what is this like season eight or something now this is season eight i think yeah it's really good dang no i I don't think i don't think i can i don't think i can go back and invest all that time (laughs) can i just jump back in you can actually okay um you can like read the synopsis for the last season definitely like some 24 jack bauer vibes because uh carrie she ends up in like a russian gulag or whatever (laughs) um (laughs) and now she's back like Trying to like broker a peace between like the U.S. and the Taliban or whatever. It's it's inter- It's good. It's good. It's actually legitimately good. How did I they was, get their uh, mojo back? Like that's so shocking. I don't know. I have no idea. I have no idea. It's been a show that I've been like I've dismissed for like God knows how many seasons. Five six um, years. Yeah, but now it's like I I read good reviews about it. So of the last season, so I was like, you know what? I'll give it a shot and like. I wasn't lost when I jumped right back in. Um, it's it's good. I I like it. Okay. I mean, they could totally screw it up, but um, they haven't yet. So okay, so that's a perfect example, man. Is like the five six seasons that you haven't seen that sucked. You can just ignore, and then now you have a third good season of Homeland. Yeah, that's All kind right. of a I net, mean, like, that's kind of a net plus, right? Like, isn't that kind of a yeah? I mean, like. I mean, I guess, yeah, if you don't waste all that time watching the other season. (laughs) Right. If it goes out on a high note, then, like, I think this whole thing would have been worth it. Kind of worth it, Um, right. It's not like the middle seasons are god-awful. They're just fine. Um, There's just nothing compelling me to watch. I just wasn't interested in it. But, like, if they can stick this landing and, like, continue the trajectory they've been on this last season, then I think this whole thing would have been worth it. It would be a nice little arc for uh for carrie matheson Tied up with and uh and i just love mandy patinkin so <laughs> it's true it's nice he's, to see he's him. good yeah yeah it's yeah. nice to see him and uh and stuff yeah. get, get saul, work yeah saul, saul berenson yeah yeah him. saul berenson nice to see him. yeah it's uh oh, yeah man, that's 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 a good uh that's, that's such a shocking from left field example there i know wow. you guys should uh <laughs> wow. you guys should maybe i'll think about it i'll think it. about it yeah, the one thing I, I did get to rewatch, and this is more of just like it's in the background during my day, kind of thing. So it's not really rewatching, but I revisited the 1994 series, the Fox animated series, the Spider-Man series. Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I freaking loved this series when I was a kid, and I was like, you know what? I got this time. I'm just gonna put it in the background and just kind of like take it in while I'm, you know, doing work or doing chores around the house or just on the weekends. If I'm also, you know, just playing games, I'll just have it right there too. Um, yeah, man, I fucking love this thing. And I, I realized this is like the series for me that I think I love the most from the nineties. Like I know people love the X-Men series. People love the Batman animated series. And I, I do love mm-hmm. those too, but I don't know, man. I, Spider-Man's always been my favorite Marvel character. I think really, and I think a lot of it stems from this series when I was watching as a kid. Does it still wow. hold up? 
I still loved it, man. I I was watching every episode and you're 100 percent into it. All yeah, right. okay. and I really? freaking loved it still. Wow. Like I was looking forward to like watching the the Carnage Venom episode again and knowing that you know it, the series basically ends with like the Secret War stuff and then the Spider Verse stuff. Like it's so interesting to see like that they did that in the '90s and all that stuff is kind of like becoming more relevant again, right? With yeah, kind of coming back. Movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spider Verse. Yeah. And I know people are like, "Man, let's get a Secret Wars movie going on," and I I really enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, Just brings back memories. I loved watching that show when I was a kid. I yeah. might have to revisit it. When is it, it on Disney Plus? It's on Disney Plus because they have they have all the. Okay. When is the last time you saw it, Jeff? Oh. Probably when it was on the air. I yeah, okay, okay. 94. Yeah. Okay. I revisited it. Or 98 it, or whatever, right? I revisited it in college. Like, uh-huh. I don't know why. Oh, did you revisit it along with like yeah. the Justice League stuff? Yeah, man. Like around yeah, that time. A so, whole like, uh, animation. I went back and I went binge. back and I did all the, uh, all the like, you know, uh, and bats. So that and wasn't that long ago then. Dude, that's like 15 I mean, years ago. <laughs> that's still a while ago. That's still a while ago. That's still a while ago. Okay, I wasn't not like, like a child. Not like 25 years yeah, ago. Yeah, I wasn't I was not a child, but I mean uh it's yeah. a long time ago still. But yeah, I, I revisited it in like living memory. Um <laughs> Did you enjoy um, it then? I did. Dude, it was good. Um I, I I'll have to disagree with you. I think it's still worse than both uh, animated Batman and X Men and um, and and JLU, but it's still good. It's still very good. I think it's still. Um, I mean, as far as Marvel, it's got to be too, right? I think it's X Men and that. I don't. I don't think the others are really worth even going into. Um, I will say that I tried. I tried doing the '90s X Men first. Mm-hmm. And I got like seven episodes in, and I was like, I, I don't know. There was. Couldn't do it. Really? Not not that I don't like it. It didn't compel me to like continue the next day. And really? That's I just, I couldn't so get it out of my head that I was like, you know what? I really want to try the Spider Man series. And I did, and I just kept going. That's I, so like wild I said, it's more wow. nostalgic for me. It's probably my favorite Marvel like I said, my favorite Marvel characters. So I haven't watched it since I was a kid, so I'm I'm behind both of you. But like some of that stuff is still fresh in my mind. Like like you said, Derek, like the Carnage Venom stuff. Mm-hmm. Um what's that fucking guy's name? Smythe? Yes. <laughs> I remember that fucking asshole. Wow. And like I remember like Kingpin was in it because he was like, yeah. he was like a daredevil. Yeah, he's villain. one of the main Yeah, yeah. he's like one of the main villains. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's uh, weird because like I you know, I didn't grow up reading Yeah, I didn't grow up reading comics, so like I always thought like Kingpin was a Spider Man villain. To then find out that, that was your first exposure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To yeah, then yeah. find out that he's actually mainly a, a Daredevil villain, not not really a Spider Man. Yeah. But then there was the episode uh, where Daredevil was in it, which was awesome. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Cool. That's true. Very I remember cool. that. Um, but I I do really like the DC animated universe. It's so good. Yeah. Um, yeah I mean, don't get me wrong. It, I, it, I might it, have to like do the whole. I was thinking about maybe revisiting the Batman just because I love Batman the animated series. Yeah. Also, when I was growing up. So I might have to read yeah. that one. I even want to like cover some of those episodes on this podcast. They're so fucking good. Yeah, yeah there, there's some like, that are worth talking about. Yeah, like you could talk about like, especially like when the new Suicide Squad movie comes out. You can talk about Task Force X compared to like the old Suicide Squad movie, the the, the David Ayer one, mm-hmm. um, yeah. and how that one is terrible, and Task Force X is fucking Amazing. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, like 
I don't know, just that that one episode does more in like 21 minutes than that entire fucking movie. It's uh it just boggles the mind. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. It's so good. Um yeah, but um uh and I know Amir, you mentioned that you watched uh you've been watching Castlevania. Yeah, keeping, keeping the anime animated uh, thing going. Animated yeah. thing going. I just yeah. I've been hearing about it and like there was zero like really compelling to me to watch it besides just random curiosity. Like I didn't really ever play the Castlevania games. I'm not I, Me neither. I watched some anime, but I'm not like a super big anime head like at all. Yeah. So like uh but I just kept hearing about it. I was like, alright, it's probably decent. I dismissed this one for so, so long. Because yeah. I was like Oh, it's a video game anime on Netflix. Um, pass. Three know? strikes right there, right? Yeah, three <laughs> strikes, exactly. <laughs> um, but then, like, it's I read, like, Warren Ellis, one of, I know you and me, one of our favorite writers. He's yeah, really good. Yeah, I love his stuff. Um, yeah, I love his stuff. Uh, and I started watching it, and it's good. It is good. It's good. It is good. Um, I think as far as vampire animes, um... I'm going to recommend Vampire Hunter D. Um, is not, that streaming anywhere? Not the original, but the, the like the Madhouse one, uh, Bloodlust. So I don't oh, What's the think difference? It, um, so the original's 85. Bloodlust is uh, 2000. And Bloodlust is gorgeous. Oh, really? Yeah. It's gorgeous. Bloodlust is really, really, really just a gorgeous anime. And I think that if you're, like, as far as vampire anime, Bloodlust is just really cool. It just has some really cool flourishes. Like, there's this great bit in the very beginning where this vampire is sweeping through the town. is this unseen presence. And, like, as he's going by, you know, like, animals are running away and windows are shattering. And, like, crosses, like, bend themselves into, like, weird shapes and, like... That's cool. Twist away from him as he goes by in the street. It's like really, really just visually really stunning stuff. Um, and Madhouse always does great stuff. So as far as vampire anime, I'm also going to recommend that. But yeah, Castlevania is really, really fun. It's a movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, okay, okay. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not like a huge commitment. You can no, watch the movie. very okay, short nice. commitment. It's like an hour and a half, maybe. It's not yeah. that long, and it's it's super fun standalone. You don't really need to know anything about Vampire Hunter D. It's it's uh, it, it was really cool. I just picked it up maybe like last year, and was like, oh, oh nice. I'll check that out. I just randomly check this out. Um, and it was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've been enjoying Castlevania. I I'm on the last the season that was just released already. So. Oh, so you're farther ahead than me. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, still, I'm further yeah, ahead than I'm, you. I'm still um, I'm still in like the end of season one, beginning of season two. Yeah. But, um, it's it's pretty fun. It's uh, surprisingly good. It's not it doesn't blow me away. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like even for anime on Netflix, there's definitely things that I thought were better. Like I liked uh, Devilman Crybaby. I don't know if either you saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I haven't watched it, but I've heard good things about it. That's worth checking um, out too. But um, yeah. but Castlevania is good. Surprisingly good. Yeah, the stuff with Dracula and his wife is like surprisingly moving. I like I like that. It, it gives him a, a little bit of a shading that. He usually doesn't get. I feel. I don't know if it's. I've never played the video game, so I don't know if that's from the good games or. So or whatever, I but I like, looked it up because I was interested. I was like, "Is this a Warren Ellis thing?" Like, I think that motivation is from the games. Oh, it's from the games. Okay, I think so. Yeah, which I thought was interesting. I definitely was like, "Oh, it's Warren Ellis doing like some Warren yeah. Ellis, Ellis shit," but he's not. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, Castlevania. Definitely check it out and see if that sounds like your kind of thing. If uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, even if it doesn't. Those, uh, it's, 
I didn't think it was yeah. going to be my kind of thing. It was actually pretty fun. So yeah. Yeah. The the church people in that are such like caricatures. Yeah, that's why I was like, oh, <laughs> is Warren Ellis doing like it was just so heavy handed? I was like, you really are going to make the church people seem so evil? Like it's just very. It was a little. It was like eye rollingly like caricature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was but like, it's also really oh. satisfying when like, oh shit, Dracula's going to like come in and ruin your shit. And, like, yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's it's good. I I, I enjoy it. Yeah, that's fun. Anything else we want to talk about? Or? I don't know. I mean, that's all for me, unless you guys have anything else. I've been working the past couple of weeks, and like the rest of you lazy yeah. fucks, so... Um, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had the chance to really, you know, catch up on all my TV and movies, so... Yeah. I don't know, let's do this episode again in a couple of weeks, and I'll, I'll have a little more for you guys. No, honestly, I mean, I, I, I'm really lucky, and I, I get to work from home, and, and it's actually reduced my commute time. I'm, I'm home more, so, yeah. I mean, that's that's nice. But at the same so, time, I will say, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm doing my best to, you know, shelter in place. So, like, I haven't, like, I've gone out, like, three times in the last three weeks or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And, like, it's... Well, you can go get some uh, fresh air. You can go, like, oh, no, yeah, I, hiking I mean, or whatever, right? Like, I mean, you, I, you I have a dog. To. I have a dog. You'll, you'll okay, there you go. Times in the podcast. Um, <laughs> and I walk it, like, you know, every day as much as I can. Even, like, more often than I did when I didn't, you know... Um, Sure, shelter yeah. in place so like yeah that i do go out and then i try to avoid people while i'm walking but um yeah like oh i i gotta ask you guys how are your parents dealing with this <laughs> so my <laughs> parents are, are doing their best in trying to shelter in place um they uh-huh. are like i said are both now working from home um <laughs> i i, sh- I joke with my fiance really and i don't know if they listen to this or not um they might <laughs> <laughs> but I, I really need to talk it's to a them. good way to find out yeah, I need to really talk to them about, like, you guys shouldn't go out as much as you do. Because I, every time I talk to them, they're like, yeah, we went to the store. I'm like, you guys really need to stop going Ex- to the store. A hundred percent. Like, <laughs> really? Yeah. Like, I, I just feel like the older generation, they don't, especially, like, Asian parents, they don't take this as seriously as they should. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, did this my come mom from like, Asia? <laughs> I mean, my mom was like, oh, I gotta go to the Asian grocery store in Chinatown. I was like, I'm out of this meat that it's like, I really like. I'm like, it's Mom, a go. you cannot That's go. It's literally the opposite of what you need to be doing. Yeah. You cannot yeah. go. You, If you want, we'll get like fresh direct for you. You cannot go outside. You cannot go to these like grocery stores. You can't, you can't be doing that. Like, yeah. it's just, it's crazy. I think they understand it now, but like a couple weeks ago, they were like, oh, we're going to the store. We're going to like, I had to like talk some yeah. sense into them. I was like, you and cannot I- go outside. You cannot be going to these places. Um, yeah, I mean, it's if, just scary because, like, they're like part of like the at risk age, age range, and they don't get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. taking it seriously. Yeah. And then, yeah. like, if you have to go to the hospital, like, I don't want to have to go to the hospital with you in New York City. It's it's gonna be bad. Like, yeah, absolutely. They don't have the people to take care of you. They don't have the supplies. I know everyone, like, God willing, they're trying, but mm-hmm. like, it's rough out there. Yeah. I feel like. I feel like if you have to go to the hospital, you're going to be in dire straits. So, like, it's going to be even worse if you have to go to the hospital, I think. So, I'm glad I talked to them and were like, and was like, just just stay home, please. Yeah, I mean, if you're, yeah, if, uh, if, 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 if your parents, you know, don't have to work and are able to get their groceries delivered, you know, definitely keep them inside, right? I mean, this is not the time for them to be running around and uh, congregating with people and, I don't know, playing bridge or doing yoga or whatever it is that old people like to do. They can't, yeah. they cannot be doing that right now. Um, it's just, yeah. it's just not worth it. Um, 
Yeah, I, th- I, th- I think they, I think what, they really need to take it seriously. What, what about you, Amir? What about your parents? Are so they, my, my parents, my parents are both retired, and I spoke with them yeah. a couple of weeks ago. So they're both taking it now more seriously, I think, than they did yeah. even at the beginning. I mean, you know, they didn't. They, they got it, but they didn't really get it. Like they were still like going to the bank and stuff. I was like, no, you don't even need to do that. Like, stay inside. Yeah. A hundred percent. There's no reason. Like, you know, and not everybody's lucky enough that they can stay inside. There's people who have to work. There's people who have to do things. Yep. Don't have exactly. to do that. Stay inside. You know what? If you're lucky enough that you don't need to work a job anymore, if you're retired and comfortably retired and you don't need to work a job anymore to keep yourself alive, don't go outside. You know what I mean? Um, and, uh, yeah. yeah, like, uh, I mean, even if you're younger, if you're not retirement age, but if you, if you don't have to, if you're lucky enough to still have a job and not have COVID-19, then, you know, do your best to help the rest of the country and, and continue the isolation. Yeah, my, my parents, um, that's really funny what they told me. They were, they're both really close to, actually my dad's retirement age already, but he continues to work. And then my mom's very, very close to retiring. And uh, after all this, like just like three weeks of, of <laughs> shelter in place, my mom's like, I don't know if I want to retire yet. Like she's, <laughs> she's kind of <laughs> seeing her mind. Yeah. It's like yeah. seeing like what retirement is kind of like, because you know, like yeah. you stay at home all day. I mean, you don't have to stay at home all day, but I mean, what are you really going to do when you it's retire? Hard. You can't it's, go it's out hard. all the time. So it's like, it's showing her what retirement's like. And she's like, maybe I don't need to retire yet. No, retirement's yeah. hard. My dad tried a couple times before he actually was able to finally pull the trigger and retire. It's, it's, it can be difficult. Yeah, yeah, I can yeah. imagine. And if, yeah. if you don't keep um, yourself busy and on a schedule, you can quickly become untethered from the rest of reality, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, retirement can be very tough. Yeah. yeah but COVID nineteen is tougher, so stay inside. Yes. <laughs> yes. I just think the whole country needs to get on the same page. I know it seems impossible right now, but like, just like with this political divide and everything, but like, there are definitely people who just are not taking this seriously. Mm-hmm. Like the the governor of Georgia, Brian Kemp, he's like, oh, I didn't know that asymptomatic people could like transmit it. This was like last week. It was insane. Um, and like he's like facing all this backlash for like reopening the beaches and stuff. He's it's like it's a huge mess. I think this this country is like in deep shit when it comes to this this pandemic. And, uh, I don't know. I don't know what else to say. I don't want to get too political on this. Yeah, yeah. Podcast, I, I, but, I, I've seen uh, some positive news as far as uh, us, uh, you know, successfully flattening the curve at least somewhat. So yeah, you know, I yeah, just think yeah. everybody should keep at it and push through, and hopefully, it'll only be a couple of months. God willing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And, uh, it's got to be as quick as possible, please. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, the earlier and the harder you isolate the quicker it can be overall. If you dilly-dally and dither and kind of only half-isolate, you things get worse in the end and you spread it out over many, many, many more months. If you just take it yeah. seriously from the beginning and hit it hard, you know, we could still be done with this thing reasonably quickly if, you know, uh, everything goes well. So Yeah. I was taking a walk just to get some fresh air today um, and we ran into, like, a neighbor and he's like, oh, I just had it. I was like, all right, I'm getting the fuck out of here. I'm going back inside, you know? <laughs> He had it. He had like all the symptoms and everything. Oh. I was like, oh shit. I was like, all right, don't talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm uh. going back inside. So I'm like, I'm, I'm even scared to like go around the block when there's no one around. Cause like, who knows, you know? Yeah. Um, so I, I don't, so I don't touch anything. <laughs> Every time I go to the store and I come back, I just, I change clothes and I, I take a shower. Like that's just to the point where I've gotten. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't go that far. I mean, I, I wash my phone, I wash my hands, I wash my face, but. 
Um, I also said this on Twitter, but like people who are like videotaping, uh, like calling out other people who are not self-isolating, like people in parks, they're like taking videos of them and they're like, look, these people not self-isolating. Like you better be taking that footage with a drone or something, you know, because like <laughs> you're just right outside you there using with that them, 10 so. times zoom. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, and you don't know why people are out. You don't know the situations. So like, yeah, I yeah, don't know. Yeah. Don't like call the cops on people and stuff like that. It's yeah, just, exactly. Everybody it's, needs to do their part, but don't like be a tattletale, you know. But also, don't harass people for right. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've you know I've had some friends. You've had some incidents um, over yeah. the last couple of weeks, and you know, trying to stay positive here. But yeah, it's it's been rough to hear those kind of stories. Yeah, I think uh, that will conclude this week's episode. Uh, Jeff, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on my blog uh, at strangeharbors.com and also Instagram and Twitter uh, at strangeharbors as well. What about you guys? Um, you can check out my letterboxd um, and uh, Derek. Uh, you can find me at Instagram and Twitter at the wrong Daik, Daik spelled D-A-Y-I-K. And I also have a, a letterbox. Uh, oh, we, oh, we all have letterboxes. And I believe Jeff's was at Strange Harbors and mine's at the wrong Daik. Um, but if you like this show, please uh, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you are on Apple Podcasts, please give us a uh, you know high star rating. We'd like to get this podcast up to more people. I know that um, during this time, I, I know some people are probably not listening to podcasts as much. I know some people that are, and then I know some people that aren't. I feel like you should be right? listening more, right? What else are you doing? Watching more TV and movies. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's true. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I can't tell because I've seen different reports. So, like, yeah, I just if you're listening to us during this time, we definitely thank you. Um, if you found us during this time because you've been listening to more podcasts, uh, thank you for that. And definitely we're, we're going to keep, keep doing this because, I mean, this is definitely something for us to – kind of keep sane and, and keep in contact with each other and make sure we're all doing okay. Um, but yeah, so definitely subscribe where we can and give us a, a good star rating where we can. Yeah. And uh, everyone stay safe. Yeah. Stay safe um, out there. Stay safe out there. Don't go outside. We're, uh, we're right here with you guys. So, all right. Until next week. See you guys then. <laughs>